It's another WeatherWise podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is Wednesday, November 24th, the biggest travel day of the year, the day before Thanksgiving. We're excited for the holidays, and thanks so much for listening here uh, right before Thanksgiving. I am Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... Meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. Happy Thanksgiving, Ulysses. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, Daniel, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone that's yeah. listening. Absolutely. Hopefully everyone has a safe, happy holiday uh, filled with fun and uh, full of calories and food. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, you gotta enjoy that food. <laughs> yeah, and we're actually gonna talk about Thanksgiving in this podcast. And we did a similar podcast last year around this time, but this time we're tweaking it. We're gonna make it more unique. We're gonna make it different. Uh, so we're gonna start off by talking about just a quick um, review of what Thanksgiving was like weather-wise last year. And then we're going to talk about what a typical Thanksgiving is like on Delmarva in terms of weather. Uh, a few extremes uh, that, is, that have happened here on Delmarva on Thanksgiving. And the big change this year with our podcast and this topic is we're going to talk about some of the craziest weather that has ever happened in the United States mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving Day. And we've had some intense weather. So let's jump right into it and start with the weather here in Salisbury when it comes to Thanksgiving. So we've had some podcasts in the past where we've talked about the new climate normals. Again, every 30 years, uh, they, the National Weather Service, they look at the past 30 years and they average out those temperatures and that is the new normals in terms of average highs, average lows, average rain and stuff like that. So because we have brand new normals that just came out this year, that means this year's Thanksgiving normals are different compared to last year. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the change a little bit. Um, our average high temperature in Salisbury is 55, right? Mm -hmm. On Thanksgiving day, but that's not a change. That stayed the same. Yeah. Uh, but what did change? The low temperature. Yeah. It was 33 degrees previously, and now the new average low is 34. So low temperatures are averaging a little bit warmer by a degree uh, for Thanksgiving, for the low that day. And um, again, the warmest temperature we ever had was 75, right, in mm -hmm. 1941. Uh, so that was a pretty warm Thanksgiving. But I think, Ulysses, you have popped up uh, the stats for last Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Um, and what did we get to last year? Uh, the high was 70 and the low was 61. And we had just a little over a third of an inch of rain. But the most important detail in there is the 61 for the low. That, uh, because of that, that is now considered the new record warm low. So the warmest minimum temperature. The previous record was uh, 56 degrees, and now it's um, 61 degrees. Yeah, so it's the warmest thank low for Thanksgiving uh, that we've ever had. Mm -hmm. So it was a very warm Thanksgiving last year. I was just talking to someone about it. And they were like, yeah, I remember we were eating outside because of the pandemic. A lot of people had to do outdoor Thanksgiving meals and stuff. And it worked out because the weather was, you know, pretty warm last year. And they were talking to me about that. And I was like, yeah, it was a warm Thanksgiving. So I had to actually look back at the records and you and I discussed it. And yeah, we saw that we actually hit 70. So very warm. Um, I'm not going to get into too many more details um, about our, you know, Thanksgiving history here in Salisbury. You can always go back and listen to our podcast last year, but we're going to go over a few more things and then jump into the national uh, Thanksgiving history. But we've had some snow on Thanksgiving here mm -hmm. in Salisbury too. 
uh, the snowiest Thanksgiving uh, that we ever had in Salisbury was in 1912. Mm -hmm. We had six inches of snow. Uh, but the most recent snowfall on Thanksgiving, we have to go back to the 80s. Yes, uh, 1989, which actually coincides with a couple other records, which is the coldest maximum temperature, 32 degrees, and also the coldest temp minimum temperature, or the record low, 15 degrees in 1989. So overall, that 1989 Thanksgiving is, is considered the coldest Thanksgiving on record. Yeah, and one of the snowiest. Yeah. I wish I could remember. I was alive at the time. I just, w I just, I was too young. I don't remember that Thanksgiving. That would have been an awesome Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> to live through. <laughs> I'll have to ask my parents about that. Uh, so yeah, very impressive then uh, in terms of snowfall those two years. So um, let's also talk about the past, you know, few Thanksgivings. You mentioned last year where we hit 70. Mm -hmm. And uh, the year before that, the high was 55 in yeah. 2019. Yes. And 2018, the high was 39. That was a cold one. Oh, yeah, I remember that one vividly. <laughs> I was standing in line at Best Buy trying to get my Toshiba 43-inch 4K TV. I spent a good nine and a half hours out there. Um, but, yeah, that was a cold one. That was for sure. I know that was, um, that was definitely one of the coldest ones because, uh, obviously, the record cold high is uh, 32 degrees. So mm -hmm. it was definitely on the lower end. Yeah, and you were out there. Shopping. Oh, yeah, I was out there. Because you're a classic Black Friday shopper, or you try to get out there as early as you can, right? I was just trying to get there as early as I can so I can make sure I actually got a, my actual TV. <laughs> Do you still have that TV? No, it actually had some problems. <laughs> I got rid of it uh, last year. It don't, barely lasted, almost lasted two years. Yeah, and then you just get another TV, you know? Get, work out. get another TV, but yeah. I don't know if I'll do the whole thing about standing in line for a TV again. Yeah, that's, so. that's a lot. It yeah. is a lot to do. I've actually, <laughs> I, I've never gotten into that. I've never done Black Friday shopping before, uh, but I know people are dedicated to it to get those deals. Maybe if we have a really warm Thanksgiving yeah. coming like up. Last year's weather, that would that would have been a that, that would have been, been a great time. one because you know, you would have been out in shorts and stuff. Right. And, you know. Shorts. Knowing you, seventy degrees, that's shorts weather. Yes. For sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that's a quick review of last year. And, or last year, and also what a typical Thanksgiving here is, which is around 55 degrees. And that's what we're going with, or that's about what we're expecting tomorrow mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. We're going with a high in the mid-50s and partly cloudy, mostly sunny. So it should be a pretty average Thanksgiving this year. Um, and looking back at the past six years, you know, we've had a lot of ups and downs, but um, we've had some 60s, 40s, 30s, 50s for highs. But it's that time of year, you know, when you have a transition month when you're mm -hmm. going from you know a hot season of summer transitioning into a cold season of winter uh, falls you know right there in between so you're going to have those natural extremes um, and speaking of extremes you want to get into it and talk about some of the most extreme weather we've well the nation has experienced oh yes i should say on thanksgiving day all righty so let's first start off here uh, this, you know, this great article that we have here that we yeah. found, and it just has a lot of uh, interesting storms here. Uh, so the first one is actually going back to 1898. It's called the infamous Portland storm, and this is in uh, Portland, Maine. Yeah. So it was uh, the storm claimed 200 lives after forming off Cape Cod and just pretty much bombarded the northeast coast. Uh, pretty much did a lot of sea damage. A lot of boats, um, you know, were lost and destroyed. Um, the storm lasted 30 hours, but it packed coastal wind gusts of 100 miles an hour. So pretty much a category two hurricane gust wow. when it comes uh, from this storm. 
and it pretty much affected, you know, Boston Harbor was filled with shipwrecks and also more than two feet of snow uh, buried parts of Connecticut and Boston picked up more than a foot of snow and pretty much just a standstill paralyzed um, New England for the holiday. Yeah, and back in 1898, wow. Yeah. And, you know, that was a big time for ships and a lot of ships were lost at sea too yeah. um, that I read in this article. So um, that was definitely an extreme Thanksgiving in New England uh, in 1898. And uh, our next one is another extreme for New England. And you know, New England gets a lot of extreme weather um, around that time. You can get crazy wind, you can get intense snow, record snows and all types of storms. And this next one was actually an ice storm. Mm -hmm. This was in 1921, and it's actually one of the nation's worst ice storms in history. It just, you know, pummeled New England uh, in and around the days of Thanksgiving. More than three inches of ice piled up. That is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, just a quarter of an inch of ice is when we usually get those winter storm warnings or ice storm warnings issued. And this is three inches of ice. I mean, that's going to knock down every power line you can even think of and and cause you know massive power outages which is you know um what something like that would do these days again piling up a hundred thousand trees a hundred thousand trees were uprooted and ruined during that storm in 1921 and um you know for more than three days a lot of new england was just they couldn't move they couldn't do anything mm -hmm. and they just had to wait for you know some of that ice to melt uh, it caused $10 million in damage. So, you know, that was very, very bad time uh, for New England. That Thanksgiving was rough. Oh, yes. For sure. So we've talked about winter weather here in the early going, but now we're going to transition over to severe weather. So, yes, th Thanksgiving Day tornado outbreak. So, yes, um, uh, you've heard other, especially in the south, uh, you know, other meteorologists have said that the fall season is a secondary peak of severe weather. Well, yes, we focus more on severe weather in March and April and May in the spring months, but there is a secondary peak that tends to happen around October and into November. So this one here in Thanksgiving, it left uh, 64 people dead in Arkansas, um, 53 of them in Portland, Arkansas, 11 of them um, in Morehouse Parish in Louisiana. Uh, the outbreak cost $630,000 in damages, which is equivalent to $9 million if you adjust it to inflation in 2020. But the fact that we will actually be talking about here in a list about severe weather as well. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen, again, as I mentioned, in these transition months, you know. Um, and Ulysses mentioned it's kind of a secondary peak for, you know, potential severe weather and tornado outbreaks. And again, it's because you, the typical easiest explanation to tell everyone is you sometimes get that mix of unstable, warm, moist air mixing with those strong cold fronts. And that can, those two, you know, air masses can clash and cause uh, severe weather. Um, again, and that typically happens during transition seasons. So May, when we have tornado outbreaks, that's spring. Mm -hmm. And then October, November, that's also transition season and fall. Um, there was also a nor'easter, again, here we go, talking about New England in 1945. So a nor'easter disrupted Thanksgiving uh, that year. Uh, winds averaged around 40 miles per hour. So tropical storm force uh, winds for longer than 24 hours in Boston uh, during this storm. And uh, the, it started as rain, but it eventually switched over to snow and it accumulated 16 inches. So that was one powerful storm. Um, and unfortunately, 33 people died 
from that storm. And um, yeah, these uh, nor'easters typically uh, can bring us some fierce weather here in the mid-Atlantic too, but they really like to strengthen as they lift north, you know, off the coast of New England, and that's where they like to dump most of the snow and bring most of the wind. But we've had some intense nor'easters here. No, yes, absolutely, definitely. And then the next storm here, this is really one of the, the bigger ones here, the 1950 Great Appalachian Storm. So it was an intense storm that pretty much just dominated the eastern half of the United States around the Thanksgiving holiday. It formed uh, from North Carolina and eventually dissipated over Canada uh, almost a week later, but it, was, it brought significant winds, heavy rain, blizzard conditions, and hurricane force winds that killed 353 and injured 160. The cyclone impacted 22 states and it disrupted power to a million customers. And when it comes to the 2020 equivalent of damage, it was 726 million. At that time period, it's 66.7. Now, what's interesting about all this is that the snowfall was measured in feet in the hardest hit area. So we're not even talking about inches. A snow mm -hmm. total of 57 inches in West Virginia. So that's almost five feet. Wow. Uh, nearly the entire state of Ohio was blanketed by blanketed by 10 inches of snowfall and the highest report in the in the Buckeye state was 44 inches and the cyclone overall just intensified along the eastern side of the Appalachians and New Hampshire recorded an astounding wind gust of 160 miles an hour at Mount Washington and with this uh, low pressure with any of these storms uh, coastal flooding occurred from New Jersey all the way up into uh, New England. Yeah, so I think this is what we call an Appalachian's runner. So it's one of those low pressures um, that move up the spine of the Appalachians or just east of it. And then on the western side, dumps feet of snow and brings so much wind. And then on the eastern side, which would have been us, I'm sure we had some rain from that and some wind from it locally here um, during that storm in 1950. Uh, but it was mostly areas to the west that had some of those uh, intense snows and wind. Um, let's move to 1971, another snow uh, type event in New England. Uh, so this coastal storm uh, brought, the, brought actually an inch of rain, more than an inch of rain, and peak wind gusts to 63 miles per hour in New York City um, and unloaded more than two feet of snow in parts of northeastern Pennsylvania. So it brought the rain aspect, the wind aspect, it brought the snow aspect, and uh, snow actually began the night before Thanksgiving in 1971 with this storm. And by about noon on Thanksgiving Day, that's when more than two feet of snow was reported on the ground in northeastern Pennsylvania. And some of the surrounding areas actually had upwards of 30 inches. And some roads just couldn't even get plowed in time. And people were stuck in their homes. And it was very wet, heavy snow as temperatures were right around freezing as the snow really accumulated. And it's that wet, heavy snow that could be some of the most dangerous type of snow to drive in, the most dangerous type of snow because it's so heavy. Yeah. It's weighted down. The liquid content, the amount of moisture in it is uh, very high. And that's the type that can bring down, you know, power lines, cave in people's roofs. And um, yeah, um, that was an intense storm again in New England, 1971. Yeah, they're saying uh, some of the information here says that snowfall rates were at two to three inches per hour. So, yeah, um, you know, definitely uh, accumulating very quickly, but also dangerously as well. Um, the next one here we're going to talk about. OK, so we talked about severe. We talked about winter. So you're probably wondering, hey, 
when does tropical get into the mix? Because hurricane season is goes yeah. through all of November. Yeah, We're it still goes through all of November, both the Eastern Pacific and also in the Atlantic. Now, this one is not in the Atlantic. It's actually in the Pacific, in the Central Pacific. Um, but most of these Pacific hurricanes that make their way to Hawaii are usually, most of the time, are associated with Eastern Pacific storms that somehow, you know, their little engine that could and made its way um, across um, the Pacific. But this one is called Hurricane Iwa. It disrupts the Thanksgiving in Hawaii. It struck the western Hawaiian islands with a peak winds of 86 miles an hour. Um, I'm trying to look up the information here when it comes to the gust really quickly um, on the website here. And when it comes to that storm, it comes to those wind gusts at around, let me see here. Yeah, and it was actually one of the worst ones that hit the Hawaiian Islands. 105 miles an hour. Wow. So yes. And it passed 25 miles of, off the island of Kauai and was the first significant hurricane to hit the Hawaiian Islands since it became a state in 1959. Yeah. And it also dealt with storm surge, six to eight feet. Um, and when it comes to the damages, 234 million damages, um, you know, with, you know, for that time, which is equivalent to 639 million in 2020. And the island overall just dealt with just, you know, rain and wind and it just left a lot of major damages and four deaths were reported. One direct and three indirect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've discussed snow, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes, so strong winds, lots of extremes uh, going on around the Thanksgiving holiday across the U.S. And let's move on to the 80s. Uh, oh, we're, still, we're still in the 80s since the hurricane hit Hawaii in 1982. Late 80s, 1988, there was actually a powerful tornado that hit uh, from Raleigh to Jackson, North Carolina. So it was an F tornado and it tracked for 83 miles that is a long time for a tornado to be on the ground and this was um, around the days actually following the Thanksgiving holiday and uh, these tornado warnings were issued or warnings were issued as the storm began uh, to you know tear through uh, portions of Raleigh and uh, areas in North Carolina and uh, the tornado actually unfortunately it killed four people including two children um, and it injured more people um, 2,500 people and over 75 businesses um, were demolished. And unfortunately, the tornado, you know, it was spawned from a cluster of thunderstorms. And um, the cluster of storms just intensified, and then it was able to maintain strength and, and drop a tornado down uh, into Raleigh and, and into uh, Jackson. Um, so that, that storm um, was record-breaking in terms of, you know, being a powerful F4 storm for the state of North Carolina and for the city of Raleigh. So uh, the wreckage impacted thousands of lives across um, six North Carolina counties uh, that Thanksgiving week. So there's another example of extreme tornado outbreaks in and around the holiday of Thanksgiving. No, yes, absolutely. And we're gonna, listen, we're gonna be talking about tornadoes here for just a little bit more. So in 1992, uh, dozens of Delhi tornadoes ripped through the Gulf Coast so one of the largest tornado outbreaks in November occurred, um, you know, days leading up to Thanksgiving. Uh, all the, you know, all the conditions came together and it spawned 93 tornadoes across the Gulf Coast states. Several of those were rated F3 and a string of tornadoes caused a total of 25 fatalities in Mississippi. And then yeah. um, I guess, you know, just to keep the tornado mm -hmm. um, outbreak 
you know, going here. Now we move on from the 90s all the way to the 2010s. In 2010, another one occurs over the deep south, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama. Um, this occurred, uh, 24 tornadoes were spawned across the lower Mississippi Valley, River Valley, and 13 of those struck uh, Mississippi. 15, of the, 15 were injured in Starksville, Mississippi. That's actually, in case you're wondering where Starkville, Mississippi is, it's actually where the University, uh, Mississippi State University is. Um, and hundreds of mobile homes were destroyed and 90 mile an hour winds were recorded near Aberdeen, Mississippi. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our last one that we're gonna talk about specifically. And that is the bomb cyclone. Um, that set up across the Pacific Northwest uh, right around Thanksgiving. So this was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. A storm system approached the West Coast, and it came ashore over southern Oregon and northern California. By Wednesday, the storm system intensified into a what we call a bomb cyclone. It's kind of a nickname that uh, we've given to low pressures that bomb out, which means extreme intensification. So I think there's an exact definition, but I think if it drops a certain amount of millibars, um, the pressure drops a certain amount uh, in 24 hours, it can get that nickname of bomb cyclone. And it even brought 74 mile per hour winds to Seattle. Uh, so that's approaching hurricane force. Um, it caused travel problems, of course, uh, but it also just made the rest of that travel week just you know treacherous for anyone trying to get in and out of the state. So. Um, it also brought so much rain to Southern California, um, areas that don't typically see a lot of rain. Now, some areas had up to half an inch of rain. I know that's not a lot of rain <laughs> for at least us, uh, but for those areas, um, it is a lot um, of rain because there's always those jokes, LA kind of freaks out when you know it's raining outside. Uh, Los Angeles typically receives around an inch of rain through all of November, um, and the storm um, brought you know about oh, oh oh sorry it was rain rates it was rain rates reaching up to half an inch an hour um, that's half an inch an hour and LA gets a whole inch in the whole month uh, so yeah there were water there were roads that were submerged in two feet of water uh, so they have obviously got way more than half an inch of rain so I stand corrected on that on that part um, but yeah do we have another one, or did I did I skip one? No, I think that's all. I think that was one. it. Yeah. And and then just lastly mentioned, so uh, bomb cyclone is pressure drop of 24 millibars in 24 hours. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, makes sense. Um, there's actually a couple more stats that I actually pulled up on my phone. Just a couple more stats for a couple cities, and I saw this earlier. And this is stats about Seattle since we just discussed Seattle, um, and they had that deluge of rain and those winds with that bomb cyclone. In 1985, Seattle actually had 7.8 inches of snow on, on Thanksgiving Day. And then after that, for three days later, Arctic air settled in and they only had highs in the 20s in Seattle. I mean, that is rare to have high temperatures that low and for that long and to have that much snow on Thanksgiving Day. And only one more snowfall um, was more than that in Seattle. Um, I don't know if you remember that. Um, but this was actually in February of 2021. So earlier this year, Seattle actually had almost nine inches of snow. So that was a, a big storm for Seattle as well. So 
uh, again, that Thanksgiving snow was the only day with more snowfall, um, except for when that February 13th storm came. And then one more stat, Columbia, South Carolina, they had one inch of snow. <laughs> South Carolina, again, it's rare to get snow, but they had one inch of snow on Thanksgiving Day in 1912. And if you remember, Salisbury's snowiest Thanksgiving was in 1912. So it was from that same storm that came up the coast and dropped snow in the Carolinas too. And that was actually Columbia's earliest measurable snow on record. And that same storm in 1912 that brought Delmarva snow, South Carolina snow, it also brought snow as far south as Florida. And you're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you weren't around in 1912, right? Oh, no, no, no. I was not around. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So this podcast, we wanted to concentrate on the United States as a whole because obviously it's major travel. This is a major travel time. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, with the pandemic still going on, but things, you know, we hope are improving. A lot of people are getting get together this Thanksgiving again for the first time um, in a while because a lot of people couldn't get together last year. So we wanted to do our Thanksgiving holiday podcast on national weather extremes. And the good news is that this Thanksgiving and most of this week has been pretty nice. Um, today's weather's great, great across most of the nation. And tomorrow's weather is looking pretty good except for the Midwest um, from Chicago through Kentucky, down along the Gulf of Mexico, they're gonna have some rain. Um, but overall, other than that, weather is not too extreme this Thanksgiving. But, as we've just talked about, we can have some extreme weather. Yes, we, yes, we see that, you know, it's uh, the weather. You know, Mother Nature has her own, has her own agenda. <laughs> so, you know, every Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. we're always optimistic, but, you know, things, uh, things change. That's right, remember, we don't control the weather, it's Mother Nature that uh, has a mind of her own and controls it. So that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in for the special Thanksgiving edition of our WeatherWise podcast. We will be back next Wednesday where we bring you weather wisdom. That's right, on our podcast, WeatherWise. Take care and happy Thanksgiving.